This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go. This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, a Brandon Funston. And we're looking ahead to your title game. Hopefully, uh, you're still alive. And if you're listening to this uh, program, chances are that's the other reason reason why you're listening to this program is that you still are registering a pulse. And hopefully, we're going to get a trophy under the tree for you this holiday season. And Brandon, oh, hurts so good. I know he's been a popular subject here on this podcast, but Jalen Hurts delivering the goods to all the little cute fantasy girls and boys out there. As he had a 40-plus fantasy points performance sizzling down there in the Sonoran Desert. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, really matched him punch for punch. He was also over 40 points this past week along with Josh Allen. Three quarterbacks paying huge dividends at the most opportune time for fantasy GMs. Hurts on the horizon this week gets the Dallas Cowboys a defense that's given up 7.1 in terms of pass yards per attempt, 24 passing touchdowns, and 4.90 yards per carry. So the scoring duelist in your mind, uh, is he easily a top five quarterback? And would you even flirt with maybe ranking him a QB1 knowing that there is a possibility? And we'll hopefully get some more news on that that Patrick Mahomes could sit with Kansas City having things really pretty much sewn up in the AFC. Well, I mean, they they could lose two games in a row and Pittsburgh could win out and then they wouldn't be sewn up. So um, there is that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, no, I'm not going to rank him number one. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you have Pat Mahomes, did you pick up Jalen Hurts and – and, and for this, you know, for this potential conundrum, I don't think you probably did. There's probably not too many Pat Mahomes slash Jalen Hurts fantasy managers out there. I have him as number four this week. Uh, you look at Dallas. You mentioned their shortcomings. You know, Lamar Jackson went against Dallas. They had 94 yards on the ground. Kyler Murray in a touchdown rushing. Kyler Murray had 74 yards on the ground and a touchdown rushing. So rushing quarterbacks have done what we thought they would do against Dallas. And so Jalen Hurts, we can definitely throw in there, averaging over 80 rushing yards per game in his two starts as a guy that uh, should be able to get something done on the ground, maybe get your rushing TD, but also a good chance for, as we saw, maybe something like two. 50 and two touchdowns through the air add that up and that's top five material baby yeah absolutely amen to that uh my list of quarterbacks i have ranked ahead of him this week patrick Mahomes. end of list (laughs) that's it for now (laughs) for now uh but yeah i may even flirt with uh, ideas of putting him at qb1 overall uh, just because of that duality. And you got to remember, Lamar Jackson went for 94 on the ground against Dallas earlier this season. Kyler went for 74. Yeah, Hurts is QB 33 in adjusted completion percentage. But, yeah, I think your fearless forecast is spot on. And I wouldn't be shocked if it's like, you know, 100 yards on the ground and a touchdown in the end and a couple through the air as well. Oh, man, it hurts so good. I love you, Jalen. Can't wait to draft you next fantasy season. And look, if you want to get in on some of that Jalen Hurts action or any of the other player props, do so right now at monkeynightfight.com. Use that promo code FTN. And when you do, as a new user, when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's simple. It's more or less over or under on all of your favorite player props. It could be fantasy points, passing yards, receiving yards, rushing yards, touchdowns. They got it all at monkeynightfight.com. Again, use that promo code FTN. And let's get to it with today's Fantasy Five. 
number five. All right, uh, looking ahead to the final round of your fantasy playoffs, and we want you to get that shiny new trophy to put on your mantle uh, this holiday season. So we're going to roll through five guys. They're kind of under the radar. Maybe you're on the fence about overall what to do with them. Let's start off with Tyron Johnson. You better call Tyrone or Tyron in this case. Uh, a player that's been really delivering the goods here, Brandon, last couple of games, finding the end zone, running more routes, building up the trust with his quarterback and Justin Herbert. And the Chargers get who? Oh, yeah, the Denver Broncos, who are checked out in that secondary. Did you watch that game against Buffalo? My God, did Josh Allen just scorch earth against them. Remember, their top cover corner, A.J. Boye, has been suspended due to PEDs. And they're just, you know, a shell of what once they were earlier this season. So I think Tyron Johnson got a really good chance here of scoring for the third consecutive week. I don't know about you, but I'm going to rank him among my wide receiver threes in a 12-team half-point PPR format this week. So what's your take on Tyron Johnson? Can he duplicate maybe another 60 yards and a touchdown here in Week 16? I think it comes down to Keenan Allen, right? Uh, yeah. And what kind of health he has. Um but, you know, certainly he's averaging six six targets over the last two weeks, touchdown in each. And I think that if, you know, Keenan Allen is inhibited or not playing, that I would, you know, I would feel good about potential for 50 to 60 yards and a touchdown again. But Denver, yeah, they gave up some numbers to Buffalo, but they've been good for a while, even without A.J. Bouye. You look at they've only given up, you know, they shut down the, the Chiefs a few weeks back, shut down Carolina uh, receivers the week before. Buffalo uh, did a number on New Orleans and Miami before that. Like it's been a long time since they've been really bad. They've actually had a good run of success. I think they're 31% better than the league average over the last five weeks. So not a slam dunk, but like I said, if Keenan Allen is out, give me 50 to 60 and a touchdown for Tyron Jones. Are you saying uh, 60% of the time they work every time? little sex panther uh and uh that panther could purr i'm talking about tyron johnson this week number four i'm marching on what about tony pollard wow that was the bombshell of sunday morning and it's been kind of a quiet news real really for much of the season on sunday mornings you know historically we'd always get kind of these last minute changes alterations uh but that wasn't really the case until this last Sunday when Ezekiel Elliott, you know, last minute pulled a plug on him. He's not playing. Tony Pollard in the starting lineup. People scrambling. Oh, my God. I got to get me some Tony Pollard. And they pick him up. They, if you plugged him in, I mean, you got like, what, 25 fantasy points out of him. You know, he was effective as a receiver. We knew that about his game. He was effective with that monstrous last touchdown run. So if he goes as the starter this week, we'll see about Zeke with that calf. It's Philly. They've been rather stringent in the trenches, uh, but we saw what Chase Edmonds last week in the desert. You can work along the edges against him, especially in the pass game, and that's where Tony Pollard excels. So if Zeke Elliott is out, Tony Pollard, to me, easily a top 20 running back. If Zeke Elliott is in, then forget what I just said. Yep, exactly. And I think actually if, if Zeke is out, I would not be surprised if it's something similar to a Chase Evans, 
Edmonds, maybe a few more carries, but like a, what was that? 57, 60, like a 66 yard touchdown kind of game, 12.6 half PPR points. That feels like the right kind of numbers for Pollard in what I consider to be a much tougher matchup in terms of toting the rock and getting fancy points in the Arizona games. But I would still rank him as an RB2 if no Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Tony Pollard this season, Brandon, 3.83 yards after contact per attempt, and he's forced a missed tackle 27% of the time. He's always been in an advanced analytics darling, and you saw what he can do when given the keys to the castle. Monitor that situation closely this week. Number three. All right, let's move on to another kind of foggy running back uh, you know, circumstance, and that's in Miami. Uh, we'll see if Miles Gaskin can return off the COVID list. Uh, if not, maybe it's going to be Salva Ahmed once again in that backfield, or maybe it's going to be a full-blown RBBC. What do we make of this? Uh, Miami gets Las Vegas. Oh, man, they're so generous against the run this season. Um, you look at the Vegas Raiders, they're inside the top five. In fact, in most fantasy points allowed to the running back position, they go to 4.87 yards per carry, 148.2 total yards per game, 19 combined touchdowns. Now, when Gaskin has been healthy this season and on the field, he's gotten 67.8% of the opportunity share and has compiled a respectable 1.29 yards created per touch, which is top 20 at the running back position. But Ackman has been no slouch in his right. Uh, so what do you make of this situation I would side with Gaskin as at least a flex option in 12-team leagues. Again, if he's given the green light to return the thumbs up. If not, then it's the Ahmed show. Yeah, I, I whoever I kind of glean to be the featured running back for Miami. And remember, when there's a and then the featured guy always means something for Brian Flores. And even though Matt Breida had 12 carries this last week, Ahmed still got his 21, and they just went – whole hog on the run because they love to do that now that Tua's kind of game managing things and they're leaning on that defense and uh, Vegas gives up a lot of yards per carry to the running back whoever it is if it's Gaskin healthy I would lean on him but I would throw Ahmed still and maybe flex consideration um, but if it's if it's Gaskin I, I think I might push him all the way up to the back end of the RB2 range Ooh, that's sexy down there on South Beach Number two. All right, let's work at a wide receiver. What about the other Hollywood who's actually lived up to his nickname there in Tinseltown? That's Rashard Higgins of the Cleveland Browns, another Colorado State kid. We love those guys. Michael Gallup, uh, let get right for next season, please. You're too talented to be this bad. It's not entirely your fault. But Rashard Higgins, man, these last three games, Brandon, screaming good deal off the waiver wire against Tennessee. Nine targets, six catches, 95 yards, a touchdown against Baltimore. Ten targets, six catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. And in a lopsided and really just kind of an ugly win against the Giants, five catches, four yards, or for four, excuse me, five targets for four receptions for 76 yards, did not find the end zone. So he's been a bit of a field stretcher. Baker Mayfield has been dealing. And who do you get on the horizon this week? It's the Jets. Who squandered an opportunity to draft maybe a generational quarterback similar to Patrick Mahomes and the blonde bombshell from Clemson and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the Jets this season uh, rank inside the top 10, actually number 8 in terms of fantasy points, a lot of the wide receiver position, 7.8 in terms of pass yards per attempt. And his dance partner likely to be Bryce Hall, who's given up a 118 passer rating, 1.28 yards per snap. Higgins firmly a top 30 wide receiver in my estimation. What say you? 
Yeah, Baker Mayfield getting protection, getting time to throw the ball. I think, you know, a, a four-catch, 76-yard game uh, is very doable, very repeatable. You take that. I think he's a – I think we're seeing him get kind of a safe floor. And uh, he is from wide receiver university, Colorado State. That's right, baby. Home of Michael Gallup. Preston Williams and oh, yeah. Rashard Higgins. Yeah, I forgot about there. Preston Williams. Uh, CSU, uh, known for its weed, beer, and <laughs> NFL wide receivers. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, number one on this list, a uh, popular name that is either going to be added in shallow leagues if he already isn't on a roster somewhere, and a player that can maybe surge you into your uh, winner's circle. That's Le'Veon Bell as Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the MRIs and everything were negative, but Andy Reid has already come out and said uh, he's likely done for the rest of the regular season. They're hoping to have him back after, man, it was like an awkward splits that he did with his knee bent back, uh, kind of an ugly injury. So we're probably not going to see him until the postseason, if at all, really the rest of this year into uh, the second season for this Kansas City Chiefs and their pursuit to protect the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, but you look at the the matchup this week. I mean, Atlanta has been outstanding in terms of trench defense uh, this season. They're inside the top five and fewest fantasy points allowed the position well south of four yards per carry that they have given up to rushers on the year. But you're going to see a massive uptick in opportunity share, though you're probably going to get some Darrell Williams mixed in there as well. But Le'Veon, if you're getting 15 touches in a game in this offense, and he's been okay in terms of the act per attempt, not quite vintage, but not quite totally bad either. Uh, I think there's a really good shot here that he could get 70, maybe 80 combined yards and a touchdown. Uh, he has forced a missed tackle on 18.8% of his touches this year. So we're going to rank Le'Veon firm RB2 in a 12-teamer. Not firm back end. I'll look at this matchup against Atlanta. Um, one of the toughest uh, running back matchups there is, believe it or not. And um, I would say, okay, where would I rank CEH? And I would probably rank him about 20th. And then I would say, okay, what would be the, my deduction for Le'Veon Bell? About three or four spots. So I think he will be a very, very back-end RB2 for me this week. They haven't thrown the ball to him much at all. Um Maybe they'll do that a little That'll bit That'll change, I would imagine, with yeah. him running more routes with CEH sidelined. Yeah, he just, uh, you know, he's he's not – he doesn't give me quite the, the juicy feeling that I get when I see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire have the ball in his hands. So, uh, to <laughs> me, he's a, he's a bit of a downgrade over a normal rank on CEH. Uh, it's not moving for Brandon. It's not moving for Brandon <laughs> when Le'Veon Bell uh, is on the field and certainly wouldn't be moving for you if you listen to some of his hip-hop songs, if you want to call him that. What a tragedy <laughs> for Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> and that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. If you enjoy the show, please drop us a rating and or review and follow Brandon Funston on Twitter at Brandon Funston. Check out his excellent work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. You can check me out at Noisy Juevos on Twitter and at FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S. They get 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, adios!